to episode 209 of... <laughs> Brutal Battle. Rebecca's having a hard time getting things going on this episode. Um, One of the beers just smells so bad. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> You can't escape the smell of one of these beers, and it's not pleasant. So I don't know what Mike has done to us, but we'll find out when it comes uh, to the tasting. I have mine, like, pushed a little bit away from me, so I should be okay, but it is bad. You're going to want to stay tuned for the mystery beer tasting, no. because it's going to be quite interesting based off the smell. But anyway, um, focusing on what we do first... Yes. Uh, Rebecca didn't want to do any warm-up beers, and in fact, we're still, uh, she's, well, we're not too far away from finishing this Raspberry Hefeweizen by Schlafly. We kept that around, we're drinking a little not bit of that. Schlafly. St. <laughs> Louis Brewery, okay. And then we kept the, um, Omegong, Brewery Omegong's Nirvana IPA that Rebecca's currently sipping on as her warm-up, but I wanted my own warm-up beer. I was like, forget this, I want a warm-up beer, I'm gonna do it, this is actually close to my birthday, so... Birthday boy, do what you want. And that's what I'm doing. So I got a beer that I had picked up, well, just this week at Wine World. And it's by a brewery we, we haven't really talked about much on the podcast. And we've not had anything by them on the podcast. But they're out of Columbia, Maryland. And they're called Black Flag Brewing. And this is their flagship IPA. And it's 6.6% alcohol. I'm just like feeling like a nice IPA. Not pour too much. All right, coloration. It's a little bit hazy. It's pretty orange, like a slight yellow tinge to it. You're not going to participate. That's fine. Oh. You don't have to because this is my... That's fine. I'll just go. Yeah, this is your thing. My warm-up beer. All right, so you can't have any. I'm, but well, that's not true. It's very... It's pretty orange, though. Smells... There's a little bit of a like a graininess on the nose. A little bit of a cereal finish on that nose. Oh. Little, little hay. Cereal. Cheerios? Yeah. Cheerio. But there's also some citrus. Um, a lit, It's coming off a little piney, too, though, which is funny because I remember having this beer when we visited Black Flag some time ago, and it was more just like citrusy. There wasn't any sort of pine, but... I don't, I don't even know how you remember that. I remember beers. I remember we played Battleship while we were there. We did. That was cool. They had a lot of games there. I like that. And we lo- and I lost. It happens. So the beer? Hmm. Yeah, it's piney, which is weird. Because when I we originally had it, it was not piney. Now Rebecca wants to try it. Oh, it's really piney. Yeah, it's very, very piney. That's really funny because before it was... Very citrusy. I don't like piney, but I like the smell of this. Yeah, it's not... It, it's not what I was expecting from the beer because it's not what I remember it being. And I know that sometimes, like, the recipes will change for beers yeah. even though they have the same name. I was just very caught off guard. But I'm not loving it because I was expecting something different, but it's decent. It's all... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we need to buy more. You just yeah. gotta be down with the pine. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I can I can sip on that. Okay. It actually tastes almost a little tea-like, in a sense. It's doing better when I think it warms up a smidge. It's a little yeah, cold right yeah. now. Well, and I'll I have a whole can. I'll yeah. pour some more, and I'll let it warm up. Go back to it later. 
So for this episode, I teased that we're going to do something a little bit different with our topic, um, something we've not really done before. So what I wanted to do is we try beers from tons of breweries, and we don't really talk all that often about, oh, I really like this brewery, I really like this brewery. Um, we will say that here and there when we have beers from them on the podcast, but, you know, that leaves a lot out. So uh, what I decided we should do for this episode is create a list, each of us, two lists. Uh, and I wanted to do uh, five breweries that we are really digging at the moment, basically. And the scenario that I put to Rebecca was, the scenario would be, you are only allowed to drink beers from five breweries for the rest of your life. Write down those breweries in a list. And we each did two lists. We do one specifically for Maryland, just breweries from Maryland. And then we did one for breweries from everywhere else. But they had but, to be beers that we could get. Right. That, that we actually can get to somehow. Not necessarily that they're close to us, like at a liquor store, like right down the road. But oh. that we can... I might want to revise my list. <laughs> I told you this. I know, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. So, like, for me, one of the be- one of the breweries, I can get some of their beers, but I, we have to go to Golden Cross Pizza in Red Lion, Pennsylvania to get that, which is about an hour and 20, about 15 minutes for us or so. Um, so, I can get it. It's just not... And the other thing I said is, also, if you can get it by ordering it online, that's fine, too. So... So I wanted us to go over our list, and then we will talk about, for each of the breweries, why they're on that list. You know, why did you decide to put that person on there? Or, that brewery on there? In my okay. mind, breweries are people. Breweries are people, too. <laughs> Potentially more important than people, honestly. Um, my Maryland list, I have solidified, but I'm not sure now what my all one. I who I would kick off. Okay, I know. I'm down. Okay. Do you want okay. to go first for your Maryland breweries? Sure. All right, go ahead. In no particular order. Correct. No particular orders. No ranking in this. Yeah. I just, um, Flying Dog. Okay, because? Oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Flying Dog because? Do it, man. On the spot. Well, I like Flying Dog because I think they have some good staples. Such as? I like Raging Bitch. I don't anymore. I, I'll, I'll drink it. I like Numero Uno. I like Snake Dog IPA. That's a solid Pearl IPA. Pearl Necklace. Pearl Necklace is good oyster stuff. And I think they do a lot of interesting, like, seasonals. They have a lot of variety. Yeah. And they were the first brewery I knew of who did single hop IPAs and called them out. Well, it was Imperial IPAs and called them out by the hop. The first one I remember was this uh, Imperial IPA was Simcoe. Um, and then they had a whole series of it. So I thought that was cool. Anyway, sorry, I'm hijacking your list. Yeah, but I think they have a lot, a lot of like they have a variety, which is they have cool. a very large variety, and they always have new things, which I think is fun. I feel like they're putting out at least one or two new ones each month. Yeah, um, Union, Union Brewing, because they just have good stuff. I love their Old Pro, mm-hmm. Goza. Um. I think they have some good hoppy beers. I have yet to find some of their darker beers that I really enjoy. They don't have a lot of dark lot. beers. Yeah. But Duck Pin, Double Duck Pin, um, Skipjack. Pilsner, um, Skipjack's Pilsner, Duck Pin, Pale Ale, Double Duck Pin, and, Imperial um, IPA. Pink Flamingo, Fraggle Rock. I'd say what these are. Oh, I, I don't... I'm going to say um, the Pink Flamingo was a... 
something and ginger grapefruit sour. And ginger? Grapefruit and ginger, correct. Grapefruit Fraggle, and ginger. And Fraggle Rock was a rhubarb, rhubarb, strawberry, strawberry rhubarb sour. Yeah, okay. Um, so they, but it's like third stone. You're third forgetting stone, apricot sour. Apricot sour. Yeah. But they're not like too too sour. Yeah, they have a decent amount of sourness, but it, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't take you to the brink. Yeah. Right. Um. Then I have burley oak. Okay, because. Because I think they have really good IPAs, Truth. like um, 100. Mm-hmm. Um, 100's a New England style Imperial IPA, and they've done a few different versions of it. Right. Um, I can't think of anything else. I like their um, Cookies and Cream, which is a cream ale. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Coffee cream ale. Coffee cream ale. Coffee and cream. That. Um... Their head stash AF. Heads, that's okay. another head stash AF. That's right. Another Thank you. Style. But they have a lot of like hoppy stuff. Um, what other dream series? Their dreams, yes. Yeah, the uh, sour beers with lactose and fruit yep. added. Um, then I have, I put independent on there because okay. it's local. It's local. It's very close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a good variety. Yeah. Always. I also like how they they're all their beers gluten free. Okay. And so it accommodates everyone. And it doesn't have a funny taste. Like, I feel like right. people think gluten-free beer and they're like, that's going to be gross. Well, that's because he uses Clarex, a clarifying agent that takes the gluten out of the beer, as opposed to a lot of the gluten-free beers that you are talking about tasting weird, used sorghum in there. And the sorghum is what creates that weird flavor. Yeah. So I like their beers. And then I struggled with them number five a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like what else? And I had to just go back to an oldie but goodie. I still think is Duclaw. Okay, sure. Um, because I think I still like some of their like staples. Um, I love their sweet baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Chocolate peanut butter porter. There you go. And um, their retribution. Bourbon barrel aged imperial stout is really the good. Many variants they have of it, Amazing. which are awesome. Um, so I know, like, some of their other ones are just kind of, like, okay. Um, and then a couple episodes ago, we had their, well, I don't know what order you're putting these out in. But, um, their pastry archy. Yeah. That will have come out. That episode okay. came out. Which was point. a chocolate, orange chocolate stout. Imperial stout. stout. Yeah. Um, which was really, really good. So I do, I, I and it's, again, it was kind of started... Around here, you and I used to go there a lot for beer releases. So, like, it's a little nostalgic for me. So, that's why I put that one on there. Yeah. Um, okay. So, also, we did not share each other's lists ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, no, This is the first time we're hearing them. But with the Maryland ones, I think we can guess for each other. Oh, really? Would you have guessed my list? Um, I am not. I'm just not surprised, you know. Okay. I probably could have guessed the majority of it. Really? I don't think I would have guessed that you would have put Independent on the list. Okay. But Flying Dog makes sense. I know you're, you're down with the Flying Dog. Duclaw, obviously. Union, you thought I would have put Duclaw on there? Sure. Oh, okay. So here's my list. You, in no particular order. Union. Union Brewing. I'm trying to cheat and look at his list. For a lot of the reasons Rebecca already said. They, they have a nice variety of beers, and they're all executed very well. Um, I... Wasn't able to have the Fraggle Rock, but I did have the the uh, Third Stone, which I loved. I had the um, Pink Flamingo, which I also loved. 
their double duck pin is a awesome, awesome double IPA. Um, their duck straight up duck pin is a nice paleo mm-hmm. when you just want a paleo. Their rye baby is oh, a nice rye, rye, yeah, I forgot about rye that beer. Yeah. Uh, their skipjack pilsner is mm-hmm. an awesome pilsner. I, that's probably my favorite pilsner. Um, and then their old pro, like a yeah. kick ass Goza. And then when you can their get a hold of pros. it, yeah, when you can get a hold of it, their older pros where they take that Goza and they wine barrel age it with fruits. It's that next level. Yeah. It's awesome. They're great. Plus, their head brewer Kevin Blodger. I was just gonna say, what and Kevin a nice is. He's such a uh, such a sweetheart guy. Mm-hmm. Like everyone comments on that. He's like, he's so nice. He's such a sweet guy. He's so awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Union Burley Oak. Rebecca yeah. also had Burley Oak on there. Um. For the same reason she was saying, I think their New England style IPAs are really really good. Uh, we can't get a hold of all that many New England style IPAs, so to be able to get theirs. But also, like, their Session IPA, their homegrown Session IPA, is a really nice Session IPA. And then their Dreams, when you can get a hold of them, their Dreams are amazing. Those fruited lactose sours, kick-ass. Um, they, they're always doing all sorts of stuff. They had a really awesome Kolsch when we were at that place once. Just the tip was a nice Kolsch. Uh, they just do a lot of good stuff. I don't, well, I don't think I've had anything bad. Also, again, I'm just, like, sentimental. You you did stand-up comedy there. I did, but that's not the reason I'm putting it on the list. Well, it helps. So my next one is Oliver Brewing. And I know people have heard me talk a decent amount in the past bunch of months about my, my switch on Oliver. I used to be not very big on them. Some of their beers, I was just like, eh, not big. They got a new brewer. They started really changing things up. And now I'm really digging it. Uh, their IPAs I like a lot. Um, they're more of like a West Coast style IPA, and I really, really dig on that. They have a decent bitterness. They've done some good Imperial IPAs, like their Monolord Rust was really awesome. Really like that beer. Um, I uh, what else? What else have I had? We just had recently. What else? Did we have the other night one of them? No, we didn't. I I bought one. I have their Chasing Rainbows mm-hmm. and they're whipped. Which, that's another thing. Their Nitro Series, their oh, Whip, yeah. have been good They've beers. Been good. That Mango and Lactose IPA with Nitro was really good. Um, and they're doing, like, they did, like, a, a, a English Mild. Like, an old-style ale, an English Mild that was really tasty. Which one was that? It's called Old World. Did I have that? No, I actually had it. I was on a guest spot on the uh, Thirsty Maryland podcast with um, host Mike. And, um, when was that? Josh Rodriguez was I on I don't remember me. this at all. I talked to you on the phone that day. And I was just like, I'm going to be home later. They want me to do this podcast oh, episode real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we have that old world on there. I was, I was like, where like, was I? I was like, this is an awesome English mild. Uh, and like barely anyone's doing yeah. it. And it's so tasty. Okay. So they have really good stuff. I'm really digging what they're, what they're putting out. Um, so that's the reason for Oliver. Peabody Heights. Peabody Heights is on there. And this is the thing. Peabody Heights also does contract brewing. So they do it for Gunda Beersmiths. I think they're still doing it for Full Tilt Brewing. And I think maybe... Not for much longer. Well, they're going to get their own place. But yes. Uh, So I think they're doing some other contract brewing. So I appreciate they're doing that. But I've really noticed a lot of their stuff that I've been digging. Like one that sticks out... I don't... I'm surprised by these picks. Well, there you go. One of the ones that really sticks out in my mind was their Sir Barton... 
that we ended up having on this podcast. It was a straight on up... On this? This podcast. Well, because I just talked about being on another one. Um, it was a straight up Saison, and it was really good. Did I really have Really good. Nah. Uh, you may have tried it after the podcast uh-huh. was over. Oh, that may have been the one where you fell asleep while podcasting was happening. That happens a lot. Yeah, it does <laughs> happen. But... But uh, that's the one that sticks out in my mind the most. But they they do have a really good, you know, mm-hmm. they're very diverse. I couldn't name one out. beer. I couldn't name one beer. They do well. They also they they brew contract brew Gunda Beersmiths, and they did their post. You're, if you remember that Imperial so you're Stout, we had counting Peabody Heights as other. As, yes. Oh, see, I don't because know it's about its own. That. Okay, well, but that's my rationale. So mm. that's what you get. Okay, and then the last one. Um, I was thinking about putting Duclaw in there because well, I you did. because I really do like their retribution. Yeah. Their sweet baby Jesus is a good go to for like a desserty type beer. Their Colossus, their Devil's Milk, stuff like that. But I want to get more into this brewery, and I've had maybe three or four of their beers, and I liked them all quite a bit. And that is Monument City. And I again, I couldn't name one beer they do. <laughs> so my actually, also I drive by Monument City like a lot coming home from work. That brewery? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you should stop in and pick up some beer. Maybe I'll just stop there and drink by So myself. they had a, a Rye 51, uh, which we had at the okay. Creative Alliance. Then they also had a Pilsner there that was really good, too. And then I had their Battle Cry, I think, IPA that was actually on this show. This show. And that was a really nice IPA. And I just feel like they're doing some solid stuff. I want more of their stuff, so that's why I put them on there. And everything I've had by them, I've been impressed with. So, yeah. Okay. We might have to save this other list for another episode. No, we can do this. This is going to be too long. We can, it's fine. Just go. It doesn't matter. We usually run these like 45 minutes sometimes. But, by the way, I'm still sipping on this Black Flag beer. And um, the pine is mellowing a little bit. And the bitterness as well. It's good. Stop looking. trying to look at my list, you turd. <laughs> <laughs> trying to cheat. Go ahead and do your... Your others list. Okay. Um, founders. In no particular order. In yes. no particular Founders cause. Founders because, again, it's... I'm doing a lot of, like, sentimental Bre- things. Breakfast style. Yeah. Is Bre- the big Really one. because of breakfast style. And I Rebecca discovered... Style. Well, in my mind, I discovered them. it. Yes. Because I went there. But also KBS. KBS. Which you have some in the I fridge. Have. I do have some in the fridge. Should Bust it um, Dogfish Head. Sure. Yeah. Because um, I think they have a lot of, uh, again, good variety. They're always doing yeah. stuff. That's a great poll. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. It's Dogfish Head. Yeah, Plus, everyone like, knows them. You interviewed Sam, you know. They're always, the other thing is, you know they're always going to do new stuff. And it's all good stuff. Plus that sequench ale. The sequench ale is always good. Palo Santo. Palo and then Santo. you have the bourbon barrel. Oh. Right. Um, I did have Firestone Walker. Okay. But I'm crossing that off. Because they're not independently owned. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. No, I'm crossing it out because I want to put Half Acre in there instead. Oh, Half Acre. Yeah, I thought about that. Because... Just as we were sitting down, you said by mail, and I was like, half acre, because I love Pony. That Pony Pills. That is a kick-ass Pilsner. I love Pony. I love Daisy Which, Cutter. Yeah, that, that's a kick-ass pale ale. Yep. 
So, and they do some other good stuff. Yeah, they do Big Hugs as a really nice Imperial Stout. Um, then I have North Coast. Oh, is that because of Old Stock? Old Stock and Old Rasputin. Yeah, and the barrel-aged versions of Old Stock are crazy good. Also, their Scrimshaw Pilsner is a nice-ass Pilsner. Okay, I don't remember having that. But anyway, um, and then my last one, I had Oscar Blues. Good. And then I crossed it off and put Trogues. Yeah, also really because, good. Because, again, their Scratch series is really good. I feel like the Troganator is good. Java Head Stout's good. Dreamweaver, again, some of this is just sentimental. Yeah. You know, like, that was my gateway beer, Dreamweaver. Um, they just have a lot of yeah. um, fresh cut. First cut. First cut. I think is what it is. Um, you know, I just, I just like their stuff. I actually thought about Trogues for my list, too. Oh. Um, I think it, when you're looking at Oscar Blues versus Trogues, Oscar Blues, the, the big ones you have on that side are like... 1050. Right. Well, that was... Barrel-aged 1050. Because I'm like, barrel-aged 1050 is so good. Death by Coconut. So good. Have. Yeah, that's a kick-ass beer. Um, so those are the main ones that stick oh, out. Oh, Little then, Yellow Pills. Mama's Little, Mama's Yellow, Little Yellow Pills. Mama's Little Yellow Pills. Yeah. Solid. Well, when I think of uh, Trogues, I think of Nugget Nectar. Right. You think of... Their barrel program is very good right now. Every sour I've had by them, it's not too sour. They mellow it out with... A lot of times, they do some, like bourbon barrel aging with it and stuff and they've been doing some awesome stuff so i think you did a good i would take trogues over over oscar blues actually but yeah and would you and yeah so i have found again <clears throat> founders dogfish head half acre north coast and trogues sure founders is also not independently owned though so. <laughs> you know why don't you just rain on my parade I'm a little sorry. bit more i'm sorry um it's fine though teach their own so here's my list of them. Six Point. Six Point Brewing. Um, out of New York, I believe, actually. We don't talk about Six Point all that much on the podcast, but their resin Imperial IPA has got to be one of my favorite Imperial IPAs. The flavor in that beer is so good. And it is syrupy, but it seems appropriate with the flavor, honestly. Um... I, I think their Bengali Tiger is a nice IPA. I think their um, their Crisp is a really nice... I think that's a Pilsner, I want to say. Um, they have High Res, which is like their triple IPA. Uh, their Low Res, which is a Session IPA. And then just last night, before recording this, we uh, had their Righteous Ale, which is a rye ale done with three different types of rye malt. And then aged in bourbon and whiskey barrels and blended. Such a smooth beer. Nice rye character. Was a little really bit good. of spice. Really, really awesome. Tons of barrel character. Kick-ass beer. Carl, I just, yeah, Carlin gave it to me. I took a sip. I'm like, oh, I like this. Well, how much do you like it? I'm like, well, what is it? Well, how much do you like <laughs> it? Can you just tell me what it is? Yeah. I just feel like Six Point has never let me down. Anytime I've had their beer, they've... Uh, okay, never mind. One time they let me I down. I was going to say... Their, their Beast Mode Porter actually was not a fan of that. But other than that, they have a great track record. Really like their stuff. My next one is Stillwater. Stillwater Artisanal Ales. When it comes to Saisons slash Farmhouse Ales, some of my favorites, to be honest. They do a crazy good job with that type of stuff. Hoppy ones, fruited ones, barrel-aged ones. 
main focus on saisons, and that's why I put it on there. I picked my five to hit different types of beers, uh, basically, so that if that's all I had, I could have uh, a good variety. Okay. See, I picked mine on, like, breweries that have right. good variety. Yeah. So, I was trying looking at the five as a whole to yeah. take care of what okay. I wanted. So, uh, that's Stillwater. Almanac uh, Beer Company is the next one for I, sour beers. Well, I almost put <laughs> Almanac on there for... I went through my untapped to see which ones I rated as high. And I forget what I had on there by Almanac. But anyway, go ahead. They just do so many awesome sour beers. Uh, I love their sours. They have their Farmer's Reserve, the Farm to Barrel series. which farm is to like Face? Far- That's not that. That was Allagash. Oh. Oh, which Allagash would be a good pick, too. But um, I just no, like Almanac. to say Farm to Face. Yes. You've said it before in the house, just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but Almanac, they, they do sours really, really well, and, and I'm a fan, and they're just great. Uh, then my next one's Pipeworks out of the Chicago That's a good area. One. Um, they're one of the best pale ales I've ever had, Lizard King. Kick-ass beer. Love, love, you love, do that love that beer. Lizard King. I love that beer. They do a lot of other cool stuff, like their Abduction ser- uh, series, which is <laughs> like Imperial one. Stouts with stuff in it. Ninja versus Unicorn. Ninja versus Unicorn. <clears throat> yeah. Yep, that's another really good one. Blood of the Unicorn. They just have a lot of really good beers. They do a lot of really awesome stuff. Then the last one is The Brewery, which we talked about two episodes ago. What? I'm not surprised. The main reason for that <laughs> one is the barrel aging. They're, they kick ass when it comes to barrel aging. And when you want to go with high ABV beers from time to time, that's well worth it. Uh, they also do some other really cool stuff, like how they do uh, Brett beers. I really like how they execute Brett beers. The funk levels usually they pretty much exactly where I like it. So See, there you go. My beef with the brewery is very rarely can you find one of their beer. Like there's very few beers that you can open by yourself and drink. Correct. <laughs> like <laughs> correct. It's a sharing thing, and that's another thing I like to share. Sharing is caring. But yes. even just the two of us sometimes, we're like, we can't even just do this, the two of us. Well, yeah, like if we're trying to do a handle a Black Tuesday yeah. together, that's not going to happen. It's like 20%. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Now, that was fun. to go because oh, we got There's a hockey, hockey game. game. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do these oh, beards. I took my wedding ring off. That's fine. We're in the house. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to lose it. I don't it. think anyone's going to pick you up in the house. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I would. Thanks a lot. There are no other people here. <laughs> All right, so let's okay. look at A. I can't. A looks very orange. I'm it's, not going to smell it. It's very clear, though. You have to smell it. It's very clear, very orange. There's some big bubbles around the edges. Scroll that up. Come on, smell it with me. We're going to get the same thing, so I don't need Rebecca, to. Rebecca, you must do it for the listeners. They've probably been anticipating this. Hmm. It's not as bad as it was. <laughs> I will say that. You say, mmm. Mmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. It's so bad. But what do you smell? What do you smell? Skunk. Skunk. I mean, when Carlin first put this in front of me, I said it smells like a skunk asshole. So it smells like skunk, but I might be wrong. I feel like I smell some coffee under that skunk feel like like dark roasted coffee under the skunkiness. Like if, if you pull back the skunk's tail and keep there's, smelling. There's coffee, there's coffee beans, beans in his butthole. <laughs> then 
just as we were starting to record, Carlin farted, and I said, I'd rather smell your fart than smell this beer. I told her that I was just trying to make it smell better in the room, <laughs> which it would be an improvement. It's it's terrible. Like, I don't even want to drink it. Honestly, when I keep smelling it repeatedly, it gets less terrible because you get used <laughs> to it, but it's still not good. Um, but... Hear me out on this. There have been beers that I've smelled and they smell skunky, but they don't taste skunky. I know. It's just hard, like, it's just hard to get past that smell. I smell coffee, though. I feel like I smell coffee. And maybe that's just something else going on in there, like the skunkiness playing with the malt. But I... I don't know. I, I mean, like... I smell coffee. I'm going to taste it. If I don't stick my nose directly into the glass, but I can still... Sm- it doesn't taste skunky to me, but it does taste weird. <laughs> it tastes weird, doesn't it? Tastes like pasta. Like pasta water? Yeah. Just like real starchy? Yeah. I see where you're getting that. What in the hell is this beer? What? Yeah, what is this? It's kind of... It tastes... So watery. Yeah. The, like, there's it, no flavor. Kind of, I'm getting maybe a little orange. Okay. Oh, my God. I almost spilled it. You don't want to spill it out on the carpet. But You wouldn't get that smell out. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't care what it is. Is there maybe a little tea note in there as well? There is a little bit of a roastiness I'm picking up on. Some malt sweetness to go with it. I don't need to drink it again. Like, Pretty well roasted malt. It's a one. It's a one for me. Write it down. Yeah, that beer sucks, man. Like who's? It's, there's no redeeming factor. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's that a was, rough. I don't. I'm, I'm just putting a one on it as well. I feel bad for whoever made this because you really need to reevaluate your career. Now that I taste it again, there's like there's like a little bit of like a pepper note coming through too. It's just, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, this beer tastes like a train wreck, though. Like, it definitely... Yeah. Nope. I, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say that... Not with my rating, but just say that uh, it's possible that this is skunk, just skunked and it otherwise would not taste like this. So, maybe. I don't um, know. I'm hoping. That <laughs> anyway. Would be, that would be the only real, like... <laughs> well, let's go ahead and smell... Oh, well, look at B. I almost jumped ahead. Uh, pretty yellow. Little orange yeah, clear again. All these have been pretty clear. This smells like watermelon. Yeah, that smells like straight watermelon. Actually, not straight up watermelon. No, there's a little there's something else. There's a little flowery yeah. note in there, too. There's something else, but it's very watermelony. Yeah, that's like, the first thing that comes to mind when you smell it. You're just like, whoop, watermelon. Like artificial dum-dum lollipop. Sure. Mm, yeah, I what is that? Definitely smells artificial. There's a little honey on the okay. nose as well. It's like watermelon. Uh, it's like honey, honey flower. Okay. Yeah, because then I think you're getting the flower, the floral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, it's definitely honeysuckle. It doesn't smell bad. No, I, I like it. I think this, I think it smells very inviting. What do you think of it? <laughs> what the heck? It's sour. This is. I'm like. It smells like. Light and floral and sweet and honey, and then you take a sip and you're like, "What the hell?" So I like it. 
to me, it tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. Is what it tastes a lot like. It reminds me of the watermelon Goza by Terrapin Beer Company. But I don't get, like, a saltiness. No. I just get the sourness that was there with the watermelon flavor. What do you think of this? I like it. It's weird. I don't think I want to drink a lot of it. The watermelon's good. And then there's, like, a lot of, like, a decent lemony sourness to it. And then the watermelon sits on top. There's something else in there, the smell. I just can't put my finger on it. Cheerios. No. There's some cherries It's definitely not cherries. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what it's you're trying to find. It's another fruit. Hibiscus. Flower. <laughs> oh, no, you, you hit honeysuckle. Yeah. I'm down with that. Like, I... It seems dumb to say, but, like... Because typically you'd be like, oh, man, a watermelon, watermelon sour. How How is anyone who's into craft beer going to really like that? But it's not... It's like... It's good. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's really just two notes. Yeah. But it's, it's two good notes. Two solid notes. I like it. And I think the, it's tangerine. Yeah, I don't really get... I don't get that. Either nose or flavor, but... Um, you know, I'm saying that this is just two notes. But, Maybe grapefruit. But the thing is, both of those notes not done the right way could be a problem. They you know? are, they're harmonious. So, yeah, it's well crafted. I mean, I don't know if I need to buy more of this, but I think we'll drink it. Mm-hmm. I'll drink it. I'm yeah. down. Okay, so the number for this one, we already gave it one, mm-hmm. <laughs> one day. I'm going to give it a four. I was going to give it a four as well. I'm down with that. This is the best beer that Mike gave us. The Nirvana IPA was only .5 behind, yeah. though, by Omegong, so... All right, let's find out what... Should we save the worst one for last? I don't know. It's up to you. It's... Uh, well, I feel bad. I said whoever made that should reevaluate their career. I don't really whoa. mean that. That was mean. All right, well, let's do that one now, then. I feel bad. I shouldn't have said that. The worst beer overall one. Well, you can stick with the comment that I made about it's not usually tasting like that. Well, and the other thing is just this beer. Maybe they make other beers that are better. Right. What Ooh. is it? What is it? It's New Belgium. It's New Belgium. The Hemperer. Hops and Hemp. 7% alcohol by volume. What? Uh, the Hemperer H- HPA, Hemp Pale Ale, is a new kind of hoppy beer blending hemp with hops for complete sensory domination. See our sustainability efforts at thehemperer.com. I don't like hemp. Ale with hemp seed. I guess that's what that what some of that flavor is. Hemp seed? Yeah, that's gross. Mm. It does not taste good. Gross. Oh, it says, uh, mm, bottled by New Belgium Brewing, Fort Collins, and Asheville. Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. No, this beer. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, you, you messed up. It's not a good beer. You done did it. Yeah, I don't... Ugh. Okay. Okay, let's find out what the good one is. Uh, the high, highest rated one of our of our session, with an overall four, it's pretty nice and respectable. Get it off the... Oh my gosh, just rip... Why, why do you do this? Just rip the I'm bag. I'm trying to have some sort of order. 
No, you're... To get this off of here. You can do that afterwards. Oh. Oh, really? Okay, it's Duclaw. You talked about Duclaw in this episode. Um, Goza O's. It's a play on the Orioles baseball team in Baltimore. It's a Goza uh, with cantaloupe and black Laua sea salt. Cantaloupe. It tastes like watermelon. It smells like watermelon. No. Hold on. It's cantaloupe now. Now that, yep, totally cantaloupe. Yeah. Oh, totally cantaloupe. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's good. Totally cantaloupe. That's good. Um, Good on them. Yeah. Yeah, ale with cantaloupe. 5.5% alcohol. I'd, I'd buy more of that. Yeah, it's, wait a minute. You just said a little bit ago you would not buy Well, more I changed my mind. <laughs> After you found out it was Duclaw? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's local. I'm sure they appreciate that. Um, I had seen this beer and I was like, oh, that's cool. They're doing a beer kind of like for the for the Orioles. Uh, and I was wondering how it was. And lo and behold, we tried it. And it's good. It's good. Wow. This and the, uh, that pastryarchy chocolate orange imperial stout. Good. They're Brandon Stanko doing good stuff at uh at Duclaw. Okay, I might not buy more. <laughs> You're backpedaling now. <laughs> All right. But I I like it, and I would drink more. Okay, got it. That may not make sense. Oh, by the way, New Belgium on their bottle says 100% employee owned. Oh, that's cool. I don't know when that happened. I didn't hear. I about thought that. it was going to. Is it owned by skunk employees? <laughs> Is that a character from, oh, uh, I guess, I guess that's just, that skunky smell is a character of the hemp. Is it? Well, hemp is related to marijuana. Well, and hops uh, are related to marijuana too, so. Ugh. There you go. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, ugh, that's a bad idea. It's, I mean, I, I would be interested to see if, if all of them taste like this, but I, I don't, I'm not willing to take that risk. Yeah, no. It's not good. Anyway, um, this was a solid episode. Fun talk. Um, Black Flag's tasting good. Nirvana. Omegon's Nirvana IPA's still tasting good. It's gone. The Goza, Goza O's. Nirvana's gone. Nice. Schlafly. I'll finish Almost. you. All right, go. Knock it back. Boom. All right, thanks everyone for checking this out. Don't Boom, shaka, laka, shaka, laka, shaka, boom. Okay. That's not how it goes, but sure. Oh, how does it go? Whoomp, shaka-laka. damn it. (laughs) Anyway, are you going to plug the Instagram again? Yeah, but I don't know the name. Brutal Battle or Brutal Battle It's either Brutal Battle or Brutal Battle Podcast. That's not bad. It's only two to try. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, thank you everyone for checking this out. And until next time. Whoop, there it is. Keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.